Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Good evening, fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sinister Parlor Podcast. I'm Zombie Barbie with my awesome and amazing incredible co-host, the one and only Bud Vino. Rianne and Nicole, how are you tonight, my friend? I am so good and so excited. Good, good. <laughs> and I and I have to say, Rianne and Nicole and Bud Vino, the dynamic duo, yeah. September 26th, it's not the 27th, Rianne, right? 26th. No, 26th, all day. 2020, approximately 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And Rianne? I am absolutely tickled. I think I, I only use that word on the show. I don't think I use it in every other I'm, I'm so tickled, tickled to be on with you again, my friend. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm excited. Good. I'm very excited, although I, I don't know why. I keep putting my drink here, and, and I keep thinking it's over there. So I'm going to put it here, but now I'm going to think it's right there on my shelf, and I'm going to look for it, and you're going to see me. I'll know what you're doing, though. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, but I just don't want to see, like, you know, all of this, all of this, yeah. <laughs> it's good. So, how was your week? I, we weren't on last week. No, no, we were preparing for this week. Yes, we had a very productive, busy, and awesome week with booking some extraordinary guests. Yes, I can't wait. And that has been awesome, and I'll give a big shout out to Brianna Nicole for her awesome work with some of those awesome guests that we're going to be having. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you in advance. And we're looking forward to all those great guests, which we'll mention whenever Rhiannon um, would like to, perhaps at the end of the show, perhaps at the middle, or we want to keep people guessing. We don't I think we should keep them guessing. That way it's just like, a, like a surprise as soon as you post it. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. And I started researching. And I'm like, ooh, this is getting more fun. We've got some people that have done some amazing work mm-hmm. in the past and currently. Yeah. Uh, so... It's exciting. And speaking of currently, Rhiannon, tonight we almost forgot. We're going to be discussing Rob Zombie's 31, baby. Yes. Did, did we almost forget what we were talking about? But that's the wonderful thing. We Again, we're always in my living room. Yeah. See, and we can always bring it up. But yeah, 31, right. which is the movie that originally brought us together and blossomed our friendship because we're huge Rob Zombie fans. And 31 is our go-to movie, always. That is. And that, again, it was such a beautiful union from the start. Yeah. We were fused together in love and love for Rob Zombie's 31, which includes Mr. Richard Brink, the main character, Doomhead. Our favorite character. Rhiannon, <laughs> I noticed, and I know you did, this morning Mr. Brink liked our post about this show on Instagram coming out. Yes. <clears throat> so we say thank you to Mr. Richard Brink. Yes. And we'll send you the show privately, sir, and maybe you can come on and join, join us. If you watch the show and you like what you see, and I think you will, I know you will, I don't think I know, <laughs> come on and join us. We'd love that. would be honored, Rhiannon. Oh, I know that. Gosh. And in all seriousness, yes. um, it was an honor. It's, it's always awesome uh, when, when someone that you're doing the show about acknowledges it. Yeah. Very humbling and flattering. Especially our favorite guy. Like, I couldn't even contain it. I was like, oh, my gosh, he saw it. <laughs> it was classic. It was, yeah, Rhiannon, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, shit, who died? No, I no, I, said, I, I knew what it was. And I was the same way, as I told you. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And, of course, I messaged my wife, and I messaged John Mondu, who I've mentioned on the show before. John's a dear friend of mine, like my brother. Mm-hmm. And he was excited about it, too. He loves our shows. Big support. He was busting my hop again about, because I mentioned I still haven't watched The Human Centipede. Oh. And so he's like, no, I, he goes, I want you to watch. He goes, you misspoke on the last show. He goes, I want you to watch. I want to F you up. And I said, that's oh. true brother, oh. brotherhood there. I absolutely. And he, John informed me there's a centipede two and three. So I yeah. did go on time. I want to give a shout out directly to John. And the reviews, I mean, I've never seen, oh. it was like the reviews were like, don't watch this unless you want to be F for life. Like yeah. literally, I. I mean, I'm like, well, of course, now I have to watch it. Yeah. As I said before, but now I'm like, you know, it's like telling a kid, you know, don't touch the stove because it's hot. Of course, I'm going to touch the thing. Yeah, you're like, are you sure I can't touch it? Yeah, you need to watch it because, like I said, I don't want to be the only one traumatized because a lot of my friends don't like horror movies, so I can't get them to watch that one. And, yeah, 
I have no words. It's just so well, I hadn't. I, I did. I did Google the premise of it. I'm like, ugh. Even even reading it, I'm like, what the man? Who the fuck He's thought a, of that? That's the thing. That's so mouths to assholes. That yeah, I read, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and it said it on the Prime. If you look, if you look up the original. It said that like a, a ton of the actors and actresses like that read for it when they found out what it entailed, they walked the fuck out. They're like, no, <laughs> no. no. That's, uh, I can't, can't really blame you. There's threshold pushing and then there's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. And I don't mind a little bit of crazy. Yeah. But the actors and actresses that did it, I mean, people are talking about it, so it made its mark. Well, it's precisely, Rand, that's an astute observation you're, uh, that's very good because I thought the same thing. I'm like it bringing. I'm I'm looking at it right now. We're talking about it. Yeah, and we're not the only ones. No. So now I have to see because I again I've seen everything in real life, so I can't imagine something's gonna really f me up. But oh. it could add to my list of issues. I'm sure. <laughs> There's it always will. room for more, as Freddy Krueger would say. <laughs> right. <laughs> so gross. Oh man, you're gonna have to tell me yeah. that you watch it because. I just got well, to know that you watched it. I probably will, like three in the morning. John can't wait because he's he wants he just wants my reaction he's from like, it too. <laughs> so yeah, that's what yeah, like I said, he said, "Oh, you misspoke, man. I'm, I'm not trying to protect you from it. I'm looking to F I'm looking to give you. Oh, he said, I'm looking to give you nightmares, mf'er. Yeah. All right. It probably will. It's gross. Yeah, he John just wants me to have nightmares and calm. That's all. <laughs> he loves shooting the shit. So and I and I I love it too. So no, and one of the most. As we said, our favorite character in 31, speaking of crazy characters, yes. Doomhead, baby. Doomhead. Just the name is incredible. Rhiannon, it's there's something about, I, I don't know. I can tell you that my wife is the same way before we met, too. That was originally, too, when we first started talking. And there was another female that actually liked 31. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa. So we started talking about that. And my wife's messed up like you, too. I think that's why we get along so we all do. I love her. It's one big, happy, crazy family. Yes. Um, but it's it's one of those movies, as I, we talked about, because I refreshed myself on 31. I've seen it more than 31 times, probably. But I figured before we do shows, I like to refresh. Yeah, yeah. There could be things I, uh, I may have missed. But as I said to her, when you go into a Rob Zombie movie, because when people, the certain things that people criticize about, you know, the different movies that he does. Yeah. You know what you're going in for. You know, you're, you know that, so just take it for what it is, as we've talked about before, and enjoy it. You're not always one in for the dialogue, although Richard Brake's dialogue was incredible right from the start of 31, which really set the tone. Yeah, yeah. And I loved how they did it in black and white. You know, it just made it look more sinister and like, oh, this, this guy's about to fuck someone up. Yeah, well, that cinematography, that's one thing, Rob Zombie is very strong um, when it comes to cinematography and just mood setting and everything. And I loved, as you said, the black and white and the old music. Yeah, oh yeah. That was kind of dimly playing and then just the real close-up. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to ask Mr. Mr. Brake, because now I'm curious, and since he acknowledges the show, if he comes on, I'm sorry, Mr. Brake, when you come on. I said to Allie, I'm like, I bet he practiced that opening scene in the mirror by himself. I wonder you know, I wonder if he's the type of, like, for me, I, like, because it seems like it was, it was so perfect. Yeah. And every movement was intentional, like, in, in terms of his face, and you could feel everything, and it really puts you right away in that, on that edge, as we say, that's why people go to watch movies, and, and our movies that are actually good, mm -hmm. that hit you emotionally, because you're right away, you're like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was an opening scene that was poetic, Rian. It was. Because he in is hell. a fucking clown. Yeah, in hell, everybody loves popcorn. You know what they say, Kimasabi? In hell, everybody loves popcorn. That is my favorite. That's my favorite line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a classic. And it's one of those little things I forgot. I forgot about that. The German dude. Well, <laughs> not like that's like like that's like, and he's like, "Come here, you!" And he's you know about he's. We were laughing. Come on, I want to see you. Mm -hmm. And then there was a woman that was in there with him too, and I got to look up her name because we I had it earlier. She does a ton of voiceover work. 
Oh, um, was she the one that was like, Popeye? That one? Yeah, that's her, yeah. Yeah, she was see, in Daddy's got... Big Adventure, wasn't she? I think she was Dottie. Well, you knew from the instant she was going to be fu something fucked up because just the way her mannerism were mannerisms were how she was you know just suddenly there and she was you know messing with uh jeff daniel phillips like you knew she was she was bad well yeah and watching it today it's funny because rob zombie he has that overt sexuality mm -hmm. in some characters and it's always funny that to see the men in those movies kind of be hooked into that blindly yeah without seeing the evil around it they're just led by their penises <laughs> So, you know what I mean? So, and I found that funny in terms of that, but you could totally see she was like really, and he was, you know, she seemed, you know, pretending like she was into him, so he was all like, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you knew too, and he knew when they finally met again on their not so good. Hey, Allison, what is, what's the woman's name Elizabeth. that was the, um, we're on the show right now, but I failed because I had the, I, I knew, what's the lady's name that was, you know, the second one says sex, the sexy one that has the sexy voice. It's Elizabeth Daly. Is it Elizabeth Daly? Yeah. And her name was Sexhead. Sexhead. <laughs> you know, no Allison, you said that. <laughs> you're my producer. This should have all been written right here. We're going to talk. You're in trouble. <laughs> you're all I'm serious. Sexhead. <laughs> yes. Come here, you fucking gummas! <laughs> <laughs> That's the laugh you love. <laughs> I want to see you. But yeah, she was fucked. Yeah. And then, like, um, so I was telling you earlier before we started recording, um, I had Bill Oberst Jr., who's one of my personal friends, on, and he was in this movie. Or, I mean, not this movie. I'm sorry. He was in a uh, Three from Hell, and how you were talking about Rob Zombie cinematography and stuff. Um, Bill was saying that he is such a well-oiled machine when it comes to filming. Like, he knows exactly what he wants, exactly how he wants it, and he makes sure every single shot is exactly what's in his mind. Yeah, well, I've read that about him, too. It's pretty, like, he's real business, and he knows his shit, and he's really stringent on what mm -hmm. he... Uh, which I say, that's a... You know, that's a... I mean, I, I love his stuff. Like I said, I don't think you go into it... And Some people have said that hit, the dialogue's tougher for some of the other things. Mm-hmm. In terms of different movies, that's true with everybody. But you have some uh, directors like Rob Zombie, who obviously, he's got a massively artistic, obviously he's massively artistic, number one, his music, which we've talked about before. Yeah. But then his movies, which he incorporates a lot of that in the beginning. That's why I think House of a Thousand Corpses, it, was, it seemed like a, like a music video type in a lot of ways. And then when he did Rejects, it'd be, you know, he got more mainstream with it. Mm -hmm. But... The point, too, is I think you see that artistic, you know, and I don't want to, I don't mean at all in terms of, like, Quentin Tarantino, that style. I mean, Rob has a very distinct, fun style and usually throws something in there that you're not expecting or just oh, yeah. a shot. I think he, he realizes and, or has his view on what works and a lot of his stuff. No, You can't really knock um, his ability to, to, again, his cinematography is... is top-notched mm -hmm. um yeah so good stuff yeah and he shocks you too like he always has that shock factor in there and it's a lot of areas i think that some directors won't touch because they're like oh i don't know what people are going to think about that he doesn't give a shit right well it, it reminds me too of um his 2007 halloween yeah which some people love some people hate because of the 78 original i love it um and some people have knocked that, you know, because he humanizes Michael Myers in, in 2007. It starts him off with a boy, and people, you know, a boy that has childhood issues. And, mm -hmm. But I think it's great because he was doing something different. You know, it wasn't, he wasn't being exact. And I kind of like the two different styles because I can accept and, and go with that Michael Myers from 78 was that soulless, um, just epitome of evil, you know, on two legs. But I can also buy that reimagining of, you know, that, that boy that had issues. Now, mm -hmm. I love them both. The 2007 Rob Zombies I can relate to in terms of what that boy experienced mm -hmm. and what made him like that. And remember I told you on past shows I always wanted to be more evil than I was. I wanted to hate more. Mm -hmm. So my point is, even though I know that's, you know, in terms of when you get older, you figure things out, things come different. 
it was cool in the sense of to see how other directions can go if you don't have those epiphanies in life. Yeah. If you let that evil take you over. So it was a real, it's a really cool, I love the first one to watch it for what it is. And I don't need the, the remake to be what the original was totally. I actually don't want it. To. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, it's, uh, he definitely has an awesome take. He has, as you said, there's usually at least, at least one character that in his movies, if not more, that are amazingly off-putting and different. Yeah. That's what work people fell in love with. I don't think he ever thought of this. I mean, it's just one of those things that happens with Miss um, Sherry Moon Zombie in terms of baby and, and uh, three from hell, devils, rejects, and corpses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Captain Spaulding, rest in peace today. Yeah. And Bill Mosley, who we talked about a little before the show. Maybe we can get Mr. Mosley on, too. That would be incredible, busy. too. But he, he has the ability to make you kind of love certain characters, and you shouldn't. Yeah. But he brings out that side in a lot of us, especially as horror fans, or have that affinity for whatever reason. It brings out that fun side, mm-hmm. you know? And we understand, if you're helping, that it's, it's, uh, it's a movie. But I think for a lot of us, and I know for you too, man, it'd be therapeutic. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the movies are very therapeutic, and we have fun with them. We lose the world when we watch them. You know, yeah. we we really thoroughly it's our soap opera. Yeah, just doesn't just that we just wait for the next show. Like we want the next Halloween, Chris Duran. Come on, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Give a shout out to Chris as we do on every show now because we love Chris. So yes, much. he's amazing. We love you, Michael Myers from H Two O. For the few out there that may not. Chris Duran has become such an awesome friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And, it, and on a personal level, it's helped me so much with so many things. And just, the guy is absolutely an amazing human being. So anyway, mm-hmm. give a shout out to Mr. Duran out there. Since <laughs> we're coming up on Halloween, Rihanna, not too I long know. now. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to get, I, I'm going to keep pushing him to come stay. I'll have to get around Halloween and have Michael Myers show up at my door and the actual Michael Myers in the mask. Freak my family out. Well, if he comes, I want to come out there at the same time. We'll have like a whole big family party. There we go. We'll have a nice bonfire and we'll dance around. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be cool. Richard Brake will join us. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> we'll all have a big fiery mess and have fun and tell stories. That'd be so cool. That's our idea of heaven. Yeah. That's like our, our wish list. <laughs> right, right, right. It's our, our Christmas is coming. Yeah. Well, you know how you yes, said that yeah. Rob Zombie, um, but you know, like the characters, um, you're not supposed to love them, but you do. I mean, you know, Doomhead is a perfect example. He's the worst out of the bunch, but he's our favorite. We fucking love him. He's he's so eccentric and, and, and raw. Yeah. Again, I, I always love the scene. I won't get into it too much. When they first call him, when he's with that woman, and the dialogue that he says always cracks me yes. up. And it's one of those things, like, I couldn't believe I didn't remember it right away. When I started. I'm like, oh, my God, this scene. I'm like, it's, oh, my God. Yeah. This is perfect. It makes it, like, oh, we love it. Yeah. And, yeah, there's something, because, like I said, we, we, have an, we had an affinity, Allison and I, and we love Doomhead. So when I knew you were like, oh, I love him. Like, really? And you don't know, you don't get to meet a lot of people that, not only because we have a lot of people we know that love the character, but really have an in-depth understanding of what of the character and the depth of it and all the lines. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we started doing is laughing and saying the lines back. Yeah. Yeah. So we were testing each other when we first met. Yes, we Let's were. Let's see if this person's legit. <laughs> we're going to throw some stuff at him. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to type this to Rihanna and see if she, see if she corrects me. In hell... Everybody likes suntan lotion. Let's see what she says. <laughs> she'd be like, what are you talking about? Because I knew she'd be like, ah, yeah, I love that part. Like, ah, get out of here. But if she if she blocked me right away, then I'd know that she she would think that I wasn't a pianist. So, yeah. But no, it worked out. Yeah, it did. It worked out, and here we are. Mm-hmm. You know what we should have done? I should have made some popcorn. Oh, yeah. That sounds really good. If Richard, if Richard comes on, we will. I'll, I'll have a big bat of popcorn, <laughs> big popcorn. popcorn all around me, hanging off of everything. <laughs> With a big sign that says hell behind me, blinking. <laughs> Just throwing popcorn up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, the, the one thing about um, 
uh, 31-2 is some of the characters are w a lot, what some of the knocks about is a lot of the characters were reminiscent of like, you know, Devil's Rejects and things like that. And some, I guess, were, but Doomhead wasn't at all. No. So, and that, as we said, he was so great. And obviously, we loved seeing him in Three from Hell because we loved Doomhead. It, it's sad in the sense of Sid Haig having less time because of him passing away. Yeah. Of course. And I think even uh, Richard Brake himself, I'm sure, would have rather had a sig healthy in here. Yeah. Um, and doing more of a role. So, but I, again, he picked, picked it up and he, he really had a seamless... Um, you know, part of the family, I should say, in Three from Hell, it was good. And he's, we knew it would be. A lot of people have said, too, he'd make a great Joker, which is a lot of times what we think of when we watch 31 and Doom Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You would he's just that, that fucked up, Brandon. <laughs> but also brilliant. Yeah. Richard Brake has a really uncanny ability to, well, that's why I said I'm really interested to see his process, if he just kind of retains, or if, he's, or if he sits in the mirror either way, and or or just lets it go organically. I don't know. But mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a performance of a lifetime. Oh, we were saying too, he has a lot of other things coming out. Yes. There's two. I am dying to see that. Um, yeah. I've been watching the, uh, like progress of them. They're out now, but before when he was posting on it, I was like, Holy shit. I can't wait for that. But, um, perfect skin and the dare. Yes. Yes. I want to see those so bad. Yep, he's, uh, when we started talking about that earlier, Ian, I was surprised, I couldn't believe how much he had, I knew he had been in a lot. Mm -hmm. But he has, um, as you said, perfect skin, I believe that's when you mentioned. Mm -hmm. The Sisters Brothers, that was came out in 2018. A little movie called, it says Three from Hell, I don't know. What, what movie's that? 2019, yeah, he was something like that. Some movie. <laughs> yeah. 2019, he was in a movie called Feedback. Again in 2019, The Dare. 2020, The Rhyme Section. And then he's in uh, another installment of Tremors and The Virtuoso, which are both in uh, post-production. Wow, he's working hard. I said he has been a busy beaver. And that doesn't include uh, all the television stuff he's done. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Mandy. Yeah. He was in Mandy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were saying that too up mm -hmm. here. He, he's, he's got this way about him. It's a weird thing, and it's, I equate it like this, and I, I'm not sure if this is the best way to do it, but when I think of, um, the, the reality is, too, there's a lot of women, and it's crazy. I think it's like the Tony Soprano thing. I, there's a sexuality about it, mm -hmm. which when you see the movie, it's crazy, but it's drawing, and I don't mean that in a terms of, I'm talking about women, the same with Tony Soprano, I think. Mm -hmm. Totally different, but I mean, like, almost, honestly, a depraved character in terms of a lot of moral decisions or things that he does. But I think it's that masculinity in movies sometimes, that genuine, raw masculinity mixed with genuine confidence, mm -hmm. because that doesn't always go hand in hand, and the ability to articulate himself um, in a very menacing way. Um, and he has a look, a very distinct look about him, Richard Brake does yeah. anyway. Um, so uh, he, definitely an interesting character, which, I mean, they couldn't have cast anybody. That's, I mean... Richard Brake is Doomhead, and Doomhead is Richard Brake, oh, it yeah. feels like. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's perfect. Well, I even got this poster, so I met him and Jeff Daniel Phillips at Crypticon, and so this was before um, they were there, well, it's not that they were there promoting, but Three From Hell wasn't out yet, and so I saw this poster, and he signed it, and he said, I'm not crazy, I'm in control. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, that, shit. Well, the, what, the reason, too, is I had... Richard, I, I had tagged him in a, in a meme I had done on Instagram a couple, what it was a couple years back, as I told you on a show I was on, and that was the meme because it was it looked like it was just a still shot, but I was kind of going like this, and the other two, a couple people on it were looking at me kind of almost like, and I wrote like I'm not crazy, I'm in control. I'm not crazy, I'm not in control. No, no I'm not. Fuck, and then dot dot dot. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that that was on that post. I'm not crazy, I'm in control. I'm not crazy, I'm in control! I'm not crazy, I'm in control! I'm not far! Far! When we first met, too, I had seen the pictures of um, Richard and, and Jeff on the on your wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were yeah. so nice. They were really, really cool. It was... I get... 
so nervous, like when there's, you know, actors and stuff that I look up to, because I always feel, and I know that that's what they're there for is, you know, to meet their fans and stuff, but I always feel like I'm bothering them, you know? And they were so warm and so nice. And just, I mean, they were talking and, you know, just having a normal conversation. It was so cool to see like these people that you idolize that they're nice, you know, and they treat you nicely. Well, the one thing too, but I can't say, like, I know a little more about Richard Brick, uh, Brake than Jeff Fahey. Um, but they both seem, it's cool too when you see, as, as I know, we're connected to him on, on the show page too, uh, Richard Brake on Instagram. He's amazingly artistic. Yeah. You know, and I mean, like, in terms of, th- there's depth to them as human beings. Yeah. And they, they seem pretty sure of themselves. I think when you have someone that's confident, and, and again, centered as we talked about how many people don't cut others down they only try to build them up so money and fame doesn't always equate to happiness or being centered yeah but so you have some and some of the perception is that people you know a lot of actors are snobby or stuck up and some are some are yeah that i've run across that even with but but for the most part that's a weird thing for the most part and I, again, I think of chris duran right away i think of larry zerner i think of people even like deb Borges that i've interviewed before um, these amazing people that are so accommodating, so humble, and just are excited to tell their stories. Mm-hmm. You know, they're proud of it, but they're humble by it. And I think age brings that sometimes to you. Yeah. Because no matter who you are, this is how life goes. Ready? Fuck yeah. No matter who you are. Yeah. So, you know, and so you enjoy it all. You enjoy the bad because you know good's coming. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and, and you enjoy the good because you understood the bad it took to get there. And mm-hmm. if you're smart, that's what you hang on to. And that's what will keep you up there is remembering what was down here. Yeah. See? Yeah. And it seems like they do. And, that, and I think part of that is acknowledging your fans mm-hmm. and people that, as you said, that look up to you and who admire you. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody has boundaries and they should. Yeah. But yeah. from what I've seen, uh, Richard Brake and, and, the, and the cast and um, are pretty accommodating. So it, it's awesome to see when, you, as you said, when you admire people like that, and they're down to earth. Mm-hmm. Even a uh, Poncho Moller who played the the, little, the Nazi. Um, if you go on his page, he's very artistic. He um, yeah. paints and he skateboards, and I think he's a sponsored skateboarder. However, you say that skateboardist. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's and he's uh, got like. Um, him and his wife do comedy because I believe she's a comedian. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he seems so nice. Well, as I spoke about before, too, it's funny thinking back because the very first person that I interviewed that was actually like a big a name was Larry Zarner a few years ago, well before our, our show. So, mm-hmm. so it's really cool because I, you know, remembering it, I had never really even spoken to anybody like a lot that on his level. Mm-hmm. And especially with being one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. That's so, you know, and we had done the show for a while, and I sent, I think I at the time, I may have sent Larry some stuff on it, and just so he could, you know, and I, and he was really a comedy, got back to me, and, and we actually, you know, I ended up calling him, he said, why don't you call me to book it? And I remember, I'm like, call you? Like, him? Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I had never, and I'm like, well, call you, and it blew me away. And we're talking, I've talked to Larry about this more, because he always tries to, as you know, on the show, because he's, like, he's pretty, pretty, like, I'm like, dude, it is, oh, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm like, you have no idea of the impact you've made on certain people's yeah. lives in a positive way. Yeah. And that's one of them in terms of he had no idea <clears throat> how green I was to that sort of thing when it came to, you know, and he treated me with the utmost respect. I remember talk, calling him and right away, oh, hi, Mrs. Zerno, call me Larry. You know, oh, right away. He's humble. You know, and, and again, we did the show on Halloween quite a few years ago. And we've maintained that contact. And on Facebook, we don't talk a lot because he's busy too. He has a life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and uh, we don't need to. You know, it's, it's a great you know, relationship and awesome. I love the guy. Mm-hmm. But the point is he really, really made it fun and really made it so, for me, there was a standard. One of the things that Larry, again, he might not know. I have a certain standard too. And he helped to break, you know, to help with that because I'm like, okay, this is the way People are. This is my standard in terms of when I deal with, because I know how, you know, in terms of, it really helped me too in terms of just being able to deal with people. And I'm pretty good at it anyway. I have a lot of experience in sales and, and radio too before, but not with somebody like him. Yeah. Um, and he always, Larry will say, oh, I'm nobody. 
whatever, you know, that's not, I'm not, I didn't, um, but he's an awesome guy and he's done a ton. And it was honestly, uh, very, very much the same as Deb Voorhees always was with me and the same as Chris Duran. I mean, Chris Duran above and beyond. Oh, I mean, yeah. well above and beyond, yeah. even just with our show. And it's been a, an absolute, you know, you never know who you're going to really bond with either. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have people on, a lot of times you have guests and you don't talk to them again. I maintain good relationships, but you, you don't, you know, you don't, they're guests, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And with Chris, especially, I, I've, I've really developed an actual, really genuine friendship. Uh, somebody I, as I told you, I forget sometimes, you know, that it's Michael Myers, because I've just really got to know him as, as Chris Duran, and I love what I know. Um, so it, it's honestly, I feel blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, re- I really do to be doing this with you. We have people like Richard Brake knowledge and show, someone like Chris Duran on Larry's. And I mean, said to Al, even today, I'm like, who ever would have thought? And it just goes to show what we always talk about law of attraction. Yeah. You got to put in the work, but you really can't. I mean, I, this is what I always want to do in terms of these people. This, I mean, and so when you put your mind to it and you work toward that goal mm-hmm. and you have a passion for it, you got it. Hell yeah. Yep. Well, it's like just everything with us is so connected and in sync. It's just, it's amazing. I've never had that with anybody, anybody in yeah. general, but just, um, even work-wise, it's like I've, n- I've never had that, and it's crazy, you know, like how we were talking, you know, our periods would sync up, you know, we joke about that on every show, but, yeah. you know, we have migraines the same time, we're tired the yeah. same time, yeah. we're unbelievably tired the same time, we have, you know. <laughs> Eyes are burning at the same time, we have eye drops at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, blaring music at the same time, it's just, it's so, well, it's awesome. yeah. It is amazing, I will say, because there's been some moments I'm like, what? I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy how connected yeah. we are. <laughs> but I think it's one of those things, too, there's there's those, that intangible, I think, that makes us work. As, we, as we've said before, we genuinely love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a genuine, um, and I think when you have that bond, when, again, there, there are no egoic traits involved when it comes to jealousy or any of the sort of things that hinder people, when you actually have two people that are really linked like this mm-hmm. and, 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 and really, it really just all connects and it's something you can't teach. And as we've talked about off the air and I've talked to my wife about, it, it's just like a marriage in this, in the terms of, or a relationship, the best sex you have is when you fully trust the person, right? When you fully, that's when you can really be who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with when we do the radio, I've said the best sex we're going to have when it comes to like best shows you can only do it if you fully, genuinely trust the person. Yeah. Because if you don't, it, it seems contrived. It seems forced. It seems uh, everything that it shouldn't be. And those, that's the intangible. That's, what, what is it? What is it? Well, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Because you don't worry. You don't worry about the other person. You continue to build. And you keep harnessing that and doing what you love. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I think it's, uh, again, I feel blessed that I do this with you. Me too. Me too. I'm so, I'm so um, happy. I love it. <laughs> and I love Allison is involved too. Like I yeah. love her little giggles in the background and you guys joking. And so, so I love it so much. And like I said, because she's seen me for years too, do, do shows and stuff. And she knew, knew exactly what I was looking for in terms of what I want to do after, you know, finally I'm like, you know what, I'm going to kind of focus a little bit on what I want to do when I think it's fun in this world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did years of different things and uh, Allie's seen the happiness too and the connection we have all the way around, it really works so perfectly mm-hmm. because Allie encourages it. She see me like really, you know, enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like uh, Allie and I don't believe happy life, happy life. We believe happy spouse, happy house. <laughs> so, in terms of both of us, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> and she always reminds me of that too. So I love her for that. Yes. And I've said to her, I, I, it, I it wouldn't be as if she if she wasn't the type of person she is it wouldn't be the same, you know, and if you weren't the same as you are, and it's all very, <laughs> again, it's probably nauseating people, but all very, very genuine love in the sense, I think that's why we're so connected. Yeah. Besides that um, intangible, unearthly bond, mm-hmm. um, but also just that, that purity in it, that no ill intentions, no hidden agendas, yeah. no secret bitterness, no secret jealousy, no two-faced bullshit. Yep. A lot of people can't do that, and that's why they won't work. Yeah. That's why it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Can't teach it, along with being the best in the business, baby. <laughs> but also, that connection is what puts it over the over the top. 
Definitely. And I can tell you, even John Mondu, he's watched me since day one. And he said, I think that's one of the best I've ever seen in terms of when we run together and having fun and doing this. He, he loves it. Aww. He loves it. He's always encouraged me um, to do things like this. And he's always believed in my talent. And even when I have it, mm-hmm. um, he gives me that kick in the ass because he sure does. Oh, and I believe in his too. So again, it's all it's all good. Yeah. Should we sing Kumbaya around a bonfire we right should. now? Hold <laughs> Light the bonfire. Get out your guitar. Yeah. <laughs> feel so calm. So anyway, I I feel so calm. Oh, well, let's talk about that axe yeah, that you had rammed in that priest. <laughs> Killings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Killing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so Sherry Moon Zombie is an actress I really, really, really look up to. Um, I just love all of her characters that she does. And I was reading this thing on her. Well, it was like an interview her and Rob did together and she didn't set out to be an actress. That's why she only does his films is because he's, you know, he's the director and he wants her to do it, but she, she wanted to be a voiceover artist. She's actually very good. And I, in 31, I think it's so badass when she's, when you know, she's like, do it. And then she cuts that girl's throat. Yeah. She's sexy as hell anyway. I'm sorry. She is. You know, my wife would agree. With, well, my wife would agree, and I know you would too. Yeah. It's one of those people that has that nat- natural sexuality without trying. Yeah. That's what makes it so sexy. Like, what the fuck? And she's a little She's stacking wood. What, that's sexy as hell, though. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's getting milk in her, her Sunday sweats. That's... That's fine. I don't know. <laughs> her Sunday sweats. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think that's one of those things, you know, it's, it's one of, I think she, but like I said, she's a, for not wanting to do it, like not that she doesn't want to do the movie she's in. I just mean for just wanting to, she's actually very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's in. gotten a lot better too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she played uh, that and she was supposed to play that way over the top insane baby and freak out. Mm-hmm. And she pulled that off. I think they're a badass couple. I've always, I've always liked. Loved I admire them. that. I admire um, their whole dynamic. Yeah, they've been together a long time, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's saying something in the world as a whole, let alone in the industry. Yeah, it's something like twenty three yeah. years or something, twenty three or twenty four years. It's been a long time. Yeah, we'll have we'll have to get them on sometime, and we'll talk about that. I would love to honestly get them on and just ask like. What would you think, you know, what's your secret in terms of your relationship? What is it that, that you that you try and do in terms of blocking out? What have been some, you know, with going at any depths that they're comfortable with? Mm-hmm. But they definitely have some massive loyalty for each other. And again, I think it would be good, too, because you want to see how a strong marriage works. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again, I've been with Allison for, you know, over 13 years now. And it's it's, it's that ride or dive mentality, I, I really believe, but not just mm-hmm. saying. You know, and also really being into each other. You, you know, really, you know, I think you have to have that natural uh, chemistry that some people have involuntarily. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things I tell Allison, I'm like, we've been married, like, we've been together for over 13 years. I'm not supposed to be into you, but you're so damn hot to me still. Every day you get hotter. I don't know what it is. You're not, I'm supposed to be grossed out by you, <laughs> and, but I'm not. You're so hot. And I'm still so attractive. She says the same thing. I, I think, I don't know what the key is, but that, that's what it is. I still grab her ass whenever I can. Yeah, well, that's that. And she still giggles thing. when I do it, and I think you know it's the little things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, we have fun, and I think that's probably getting back to Sherry and Rob. I think that's probably part of you having fun, yeah. not taking life or uh, you know uh, failures, so to speak, or successes too serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, oh. ne- never be for me. Never take it, any of it too seriously because everything can change like that. Fuck yeah. That's why I say be thankful for what you have, appreciate it, have fun while it's there. Because mm-hmm. in the end, we're all going back to dirt. Yeah. It's sad. Doesn't matter who you are, we're all going to die in the end. Yeah, very true. But um, Well, not all of us, because you and I are going to. We're right? immortal. <laughs> yeah, we've been around for years. We did, this show in a, and we, we did this show in a different dimension at one point. People just don't know that. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but I guess they, they do talk cause I was reading in that same article, um, all of her, I mean the whole movie in general, they talk about, but they get so specific with her characters and they talk about every single thing from 
exactly how the costume needs to be, exactly how her voice needs to be, exactly how her What's this again? I want to see this. What is this? Let me find it because I was I was researching something on her the other day and I'm not Well, sure if you can't it. find it right now, we'll put it in the comments. Um, yeah. you know, either on Facebook or YouTube or both just in case people want to know too. Mhm. Mm yeah, cuz I'm really curious now. Well, and it was about 31 cuz I look I was looking something up Oh, I was looking for her wig cuz I wanted the wig and so what how oh, Oh, I yeah. love it. I want that so bad. Yeah, yeah. And so then I started reading the article because it was in like a magazine or something and they were talking back and forth with the magazine person and they're very, very connected and it's cool. Are you going to get the tiger shirt? I, that wouldn't the tiger shirt that Sherry wears too? I wouldn't be able to pull it off like she does. <laughs> yeah, she, that's what I mean about her. Like she's like, how the hell? Yeah, she, she's got she like looks good. amazing body. Yeah. Good job, Rob. Yeah. He was a smart man from the start. Yeah. Wasn't it a blind date? I think I had read I, that I too. think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Those blind dates, awesome. man, sometimes they can be amazing. Same with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Blake Lively. They were both on yeah. a blind date together with their friends, and they ended up connecting instead. I love Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my gosh. He's hilarious. And all that Deadpool stuff yeah. you've been sending me, I'm like, he is just incredible. That's a role I could pull off. Not as well as he did. That would be fun. But yeah, but yeah that's he's he's multi talented. He seems very real. I actually, you know, again, nothing's off subject with us. But he had, he does a lot of stuff for like charity. From what I've seen, is a really giving dude too, like a really honestly caring human person. From what yeah. I've seen, mm -hmm. um, and he just seems really genuine. You yeah. know, he just seems like he's a really genuinely. He did Family Guy and stuff too, which he did a really hilarious episode. I love Family Guy. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, we yeah we all we we definitely love that. Mm -hmm. But he he he's definitely multifaceted too. He's another one. Ryan. Ryan's gonna get on. Ryan! Can you imagine? You're out there. Get on the show. He's gonna <laughs> bring you on. <laughs> so out of, I know that we're fans of you know all of his movies, but what are your top? I guess countdown wise, like your your what's your favorite one and what's the runner up? Well, man, that's a toss-up. See, because it's like, it depends on my mood. 31's right up there. 2007's Halloween reboot, reimagining, remake, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, boy. But then we get into House of Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects. Mm -hmm. Again, that's mood contingent. Because if I'm feeling a little more artsy, I'll watch House of Thousand Corpses. If I'm feeling a little more mainstream... Um, no, I, I, I really, I, I think there's like quite a list. Um, I even liked um, Lords of Salem. Yeah. I, mean, I really enjoyed that, too. Um, Allie actually enjoys all the movies, too. And that's, again, Lords of Salem, I say that because I fell asleep. We, we started watching it one night a couple of years ago at like 2 in the morning. It was like a weekend. And she yeah. stayed up and, and watched the whole thing. She was Aww. into it. <laughs> but then, of course, I had to watch it. It was, it was pretty good. It was, and I think it was just one of those movies. It was late at night too. And it has a real dark tone to it, and very yeah, a little bit slower. And Three a.m. witchy kind of. Yep. So yeah, it was perfect. So um, now I'm gonna. I, I bought that one too a long time ago. I'm gonna watch that again. I have, I have a slew of movies I have to watch, but no, um, I, I enjoy them all, and I enjoy his music. So yeah, yeah. I, I would uh, say that I'm a fan of. The entire filmography. I enjoy I it all. What about you, Rianne? Um, well, to follow up on the music, I love, 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 love his music. I actually listen to it when I'm writing my books. Um, but my favorite one of, is definitely 31. Um, but it's so hard because, you know, you like them all. But um, 31 and Devil's Rejects are my top two favorites. And then, you know, I love House of Thousand Corpses and Three from Hell. So those are kind of, I can't decide which one I like better. Well, not better, but you know what I mean? Which one's my more favorite one? Yeah. Um, I, I like both the Halloweens. And then after all of those, then Lords of Salem. I, I, I hate to say it. I don't like Halloween 2, the 09. I mm -hmm. love Rick Rosenthal's 80, 81 Halloween 2. Mm -hmm. But I am not a fan. I've tried so hard. So my apologies, Rob. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of 2009's uh, Halloween 2 Rob Zombie's remake of that. And, and for a few reasons. And now, that's the sort of movie, though, as you know, that people either detest it 
or love that sort of uh, different imagining, that totally different thing. Yeah. It, I think right away of Adam Marcus's three, uh, J, uh, you know, uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Mm-hmm. The same sort of thing. You have the people that absolutely love that. And again, it's, it's not a reimagining, right? But just the fact that he took the series and tried to in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So you have people that are really loyal to it and love it. And, and then some people that just hate it. I, I'm, I hate's a strong word because um, I don't hate it, but I, I have a, I've tried and I just have a hard time because of the tone of one. It's just, but again, to each his own. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't hate it, um, but not my favorite, but you have some people that love it. Yeah. Well, same with Season of the Witch. You know, some people hate that movie and some people I love it. Love it. Love like it. it yeah. And I did back when it came out, even though I, like many people, went to the video store, but when I first got into the Halloween series and didn't know. Although I do remember it said right on the back of the VHS box, they had a disclaimer that it had nothing to do with the previous two oh, Halloween movies. Okay. Um, so, but I didn't see that at first when I rented it. So mm-hmm. I was a younger kid, so I'm into, you know, 20 minutes of the movie. Like, what seems like it's not, where's Michael? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, but I love Season of the Witch. It's, it was ahead of its time. It's weird. It's, it's an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that if it wasn't named Halloween in 1983 or whenever it came out, it would have a lot more. It would have back then. I think it's getting its just due. Like it's getting its recognition now more so than then. Yeah. Because of the Halloween thing, people didn't like, you know, the whole, that there was no Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an awesome movie. If you look at it as a standalone, it's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so Season of the Witch, another one people should go check out and pick up if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Halloween, Season of the Witch, awesome stuff. But you're right, same sort of thing. People either love it or hate it. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Great equation. Yeah. Awesome stuff, Rian, and as always, yeah. we diverted. We got into 31 a little bit. Didn't get into too much of the meat of the plot of it. <laughs> But we don't need to. We'll let people go see. Uh, we talked a lot about Doomhead and Richard Brake. Yes. So go ahead and watch that. There's some other great characters in that movie, too, with 31 Rand. Mm-hmm. Great actors. Um, and, and we didn't go into the meat of it as much, Rand, because we're going to wait and do that until Mr. Brake comes on. Because we don't want to go over everything and not have enough to talk about. Yeah. As if that would ever happen. I know. He's not in 50 other right. movies. <laughs> right. 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 So... Yeah, I think we'll just go on and be starstruck if he ever did come on. It would be, you know, he'd come on and, thanks for having us. You know, and when, I call it the Cindy, thanks for having me, I should say. Just, I call it the Cindy Brady effect, right? And where, where you see some guests or some people that are not used to getting on the radio when the light comes on, they bring it up. That would be us when he came on. I know. We'll be sweating. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be like the, I'll act more like the, uh, the smitten high school girl, right? Oh my God, Richard! Yeah, we both can. We can both be like that. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Yeah. So you never know. We'll put that out there, Mr. Break. You're always welcome. Definitely. And uh, we would love that, Mr. Zombie and Miss Zombie. Yeah. Always welcome to join us in the future. We're gonna love that. It's gonna be fun when you do. See how it is. We've already wrapped them up. Yep. Um, Already interviewed them. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. We're seeing it from the future. But yeah, so if you right want to up. give your special thanks, and then I will do mine because I have oh a really boy, big one. Oh boy, it is. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. That time already, Mrs. Zombie Barbie. Well, first and foremost, thank you to the beautiful, radiant, awesome, brilliant, Nicole Zombie Barbie, the hostess with the mostest, along with Bud Bino, the host like with that. the host. See how that works? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> give a shout out. Yeah, give a shout out to my wife, Allison. I love you, baby. Thank you for being born. Thank you for being my best friend. To my boys, I love you. Daddy loves you, boys. Uh, to my uh, brother, John Mondu, my brother, Shane Jubert, my brother, Chris Duran, the yeah. man that shaped himself. We mentioned Larry Zerner, everybody out there. Mr. Richard Brake, thank you for being born and creating Doomhead. Uh, Mr. Robin Cherry Zombie, everybody out there. Keep your chins up, everybody. It's not over till you say it's over, Rhiannon. And you can live your dreams and, and come on and live your dreams. Do your thing. Chicken wing. Go out and have fun. And go out and do your thing. Thank you, Rhiannon, to everybody. Chins up. It's not over Tuesday and Silver Rhiannon. And we're just getting one up, baby. Exactly. Hell yeah. But 
I want to thank you so much for being my co-host and doing this with me every single time that we do it. I have so much fun and so much love for you and your family, Alice and the boys. I, you guys are just amazing. I love you so much. Um, I want to thank Johnny Ellenberger for doing our intro and our logo. Chris Attella for doing our outro music and then our iTunes, Spotify, um, Google podcast. I think that changed now. I don't think it's called that anymore, but the intro and outro for that. Um, Matthew Price Thompson for some of the artwork that's been up on our page. And I want to give a shout out to Crazy Ink Publishing, who I am published through. Um, they did Broken Halo and Broken Halo Blood Curse, which is out on Amazon and all book platforms right now. Um, but right now we have a box set coming out. Oh, God, there goes all my stuff. <laughs> a box. Yes. You're making a mark there. You're going to make people remember it. I was pressing. Man, oh, there's that fallibility we talked about that's perfect. See, you would cringe before we met about something like that happening. Now it's perfect. I'm glad that you're embarrassed because I was been embarrassed on shows when I've, ran, when I've done something I shouldn't have, so. <laughs> we'll put all that back. There we go. Well, I didn't smell a drink. People remember that. Uh, it's upside down, Rhiannon. Is it? No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> I was like, is it really? <laughs> I made you look. I made you look. No, it looks perfect. <laughs> um, I love you, kid. Love You're the you best. Too. But um, so we have a box set coming out called Possessed by Passion, which it is uh, right now on pre-order on Amazon. Ninety-nine cents. You're gonna get twenty-one books from twenty-one international best-selling authors, USA best-selling authors. Um, it's just it's gonna be incredible. So everybody, go check it out. Follow the web page, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all on there. Possessed by Passion. And it releases in March 2021, I believe. But we're right now doing our huge, huge release, trying to get all these pre-orders because we want to make it to the top with this box set. So go do that. And with that, I am done. Rhiannon, congratulations, my friend, and to everybody out there. What a deal. Go out there. Yes. And grab some good reading. Rhiannon is an amazingly talented author. And uh, go out and get that. Everybody else, congratulations to you and everybody else Thank you. So excited. It's going to be great. So we're, we're excited. Uh, As you should be, my friend. Thank you. All so right. quickly before we go, everybody next week, we're not going to tell you who the guest is. But we're going to have an amazing guest on next Saturday. So join myself, Bino, and Rihanna Nicole, Zombie Barbie. Yeah. The hostesses with the hostesses. And next week, we're going to show you Saturday. We're going to bring an awesome guest. We're excited. I hope you are too. Love you, Rhiannon. Love you too. Love you. Bye.